0: Welcome to another episode of Putting It Together, the Creative Conversations podcast with me, Brian O'Sullivan. How are you? Are you all right? It's a strange time of year, isn't it? I mean, the snow came back today or yesterday, I think. I'm talking, of course, about Scotland, uh, although I think parts of England as well. But anyway, the snow came back and it it did make me think that we do sometimes get this the middle or the end of March. We kind of go, oh, we're heading into spring. Oh, no, we're not. And it, it can affect the mood, can't it? I mean... Far be it for me to sit here and talk about weather. How boring! But it can change my relationship to the day, to myself, to my um, my work. You know, time being outside, all that stuff. And and I would avoid getting in the car. I would I would want to not go anywhere. All that kind of thing is in play when the snow starts again now for some of you you might be loving the snow and that's grand as well anyway i'm just bringing it up because for me it makes the world feel different and it's not always positive and that can affect what i'm doing um what it does do of course it makes me want to sit home and read books which is good because i think it's always good to read it's like fran lebowitz was saying in the um pretend it's a city one of my favorite documentary series she said, I, "I like to look and see what the young people are reading on the, the subway, but really, it doesn't matter because it's a book. I'm just glad it's a book." And I'm of that mind as well, particularly about myself. I'm being a bit lighter on myself and just saying I'm um, I'm giving up this idea of guilty pleasure, and you know, worthy pleasure or whatever the opposite of guilty pleasure might be, because I think reading's meant to be enjoyed and there's enough going on in the world you know that's hard and life is is tough and all the rest of it so when I sit down to read I'm not trying to um achieve something that I feel I should achieve I'm not trying to impress anyone um I'm enjoying reading which is cool so I wonder if you'll take that into account when you're choosing what to pick up to read next if it brings you joy I would I would suggest you keep reading it and enjoy it Um, so yeah that whole thing about the guilty pleasure people say you know I say what do you read oh well just crime fiction or you know I love trashy whatever whatever and I kind of really I I just don't get involved in that I think fire away enjoy so so I hope that you're doing that and uh, I certainly can confirm that I am Anyway, this week's guest is Fraser Boyle, and what a wonderful time we spent together. I didn't really know much about Fraser at all, although I've known him for years, you know, on on the scene, if you like. I've known who he was, and we've chatted, but we've not worked together, and, and so it goes. But we chatted away, it was grand, and I had no idea what he's been through over the last wee while, and you'll pick up on that if you listen ahead now to the episode. Um... But yeah, it was just it was just great to chat. It was great to chat about comedy, about influences, about about craft. Those are the things, as you know, that I just love getting into the weeds about. So I was so glad that Fraser was on the show, and I hope that it gives you some some solace, some inspiration, all the things that you come to this podcast looking for. I hope you get them from listening to me chatting to Fraser. And I say, as I always, say that I'm I'm privileged to be able to be that person. I'm I'm dead lucky, and I really. Enjoy it, and particularly this this weather, I'm really enjoying the chats. So I'm glad that you're still here, I'm glad that you're still listening. Thanks very much for supporting the show. Another thing you can support is a play, A Pie a Pint. It's or and more, they're well into their new season now, and this week's play is a, an absolute cracker. It's called Right Off by Aidan Gallagher, directed by Irene McDougall, a good pal of mine from Dundee Rep, and the cast includes Richard Conlon and Bailey Newsome. Two terrific performances, gorgeous play, really smart, whips along, just dead. Did, um what's the word? Slick, I think is a good word for the production. I found it very slick, straight to the point. Um, just the kind of thing I like. All, all about what people say and what they don't say. You know, it's it's about words in as much as that's, you know, not, not only the method of delivery but also partly the topic because it's about a novelist and an aspiring novelist and so it's about words in two senses. Anyway, really enjoyed the play and um, I would encourage you to go and see it. It's this week at Ormore and it runs till Saturday. Your ticket price includes uh, a pie and a pint or a drink of your choice and it's also on at the Traverse Theatre next week beginning Monday the 9th of March. It's, uh, at least that's when the week begins. I'm not sure when the show actually begins whether it's the Tuesday or Wednesday... Anyway, it's on at the Traverse next week, so it's an extra chance to catch it if you live on the East Coast or near Edinburgh. So uh, I would encourage you to go and see that and I would also encourage you to support this show. And there's loads of ways you can do that, particularly for free. You can do that by making sure you're following us on social media. So if you're watching, if you're listening, sorry, on your phone right now, Why don't you just pick up your phone and go make sure that you're following us on all the platforms and why not even give us a wee retweet or a wee mention in your Instagram story or write about us on Facebook, tell people you're listening to the show and that you're loving it, I hope you are and of course if you're not just keep shtoom, so do that, support the show by following us on social media and engaging with our posts, hit like, follow, share, reply, all those things that as you know make a massive difference, now some people support the show financially and you can join those ranks by going to puttingittogethercast.com and clicking on donate. Some people give a pound or two a month, some people give a one-off donation, a five or a or here and there. Beautiful stuff and as you know it gets split evenly between everyone on the team here and by that I mean me and Cole. So if you can afford to then you can go and do that by visiting the website which is putting it together cast.com and you just click on donate now listen fraser and i talked for longer than i expected so i'm just going to go and let you enjoy that conversation so here we are it's the guest of the week it's fraser boyle he's with me and we are putting it together <laughs> But we're no people are going to stay with us because they're going to hear this beautiful sound quality. Yep. And then they see your
1: name, mm-hmm. they go,
0: "Who the hell's that? Who no. the
1: hell is Brazor File? <laughs> that sounds great."
0: Yeah. Aye. <laughs> uh,
1: so, so how are you? I'm good, I'm very well, thank you, thank you for having me I'm I'm happy to be here That's good, that's good I was just saying to you just a moment ago, you know, there's some people who's been on it twice And And you're just getting your first (laughs) phone. It's a good thing you don't hold grudges No, no, I don't hold them, but I I chalk them up at home (laughs) Yeah,
0: just just keep a rough eye on them Yeah, yeah Yeah, Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard, isn't it, because over the years I've kind of I feel I've got some sort of responsibility to do things a certain way Yeah Because it's become a thing But actually it's nobody's You know what I mean I'm not being assessed Or I'm I'm not a public body I can do it however I want to do it
1: You certainly can (laughs) But I think
0: I'm sure there are noses That are out of joint You
1: know (laughs) Yours until today Well no Do you know you actually asked I saw you at the Macrobert Didn't I And then you, you asked me And I thought Oh that'd be lovely Yeah
0: Great Come I like down. going to those nights because it means I can get guests.
1: Yeah. Just grab them. Go, oh, aye, that one. I That'll forgot. Do. Yeah, yeah. I felt like the price is right. Come on down. Come I, on down. He's me. I ran here it. with my arms. Didn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> so have you, you've recovered from Panto. I mean, I know you had a fairly traumatic Panto time, yeah, really, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I had
1: a really traumatic Panto. It's Oh, it's such a long story. But essentially, uh, during Panto, I got diagnosed with testicular cancer.
0: Now, I... I was amazed when you told me this today. Not yeah. amazed. I mean, because yeah. I, I didn't, I knew you were ill, but, but I didn't, you didn't know, know what that's it what was. it was. No. Yeah.
1: No. It's it's bizarre. So I have turned 40 on the 7th of October. Right. And then a week later, I was helping my sister move. Her boyfriend had done the dirty. that's a whole nother story oh, as well. That's, yeah. So I was helping her move her stuff. And I got a twinge in my back and I let the box slide down my stomach and it hit me <laughs> And oh, the balls right. and of course it was hilarious because they're all laughing Fraser's hurt himself kicked hit himself in the nads mm-hmm. and then that night I was like this is weird this is the, this is like I've hit myself in the ball. like why is my just I'll just say it's quite explicit why is my ball rock hard like this is really oh, really okay. weird so then Alan my partner took me to A&E um, after me saying no I don't need to go any A&E and then he put the fear of God in me talking about testicular torsion and that's where you're Think you could turn around and then you could lose it and or all like that kind of stuff. Or goes yeah. up. Or- oh God. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh no. So uh, he then uh, took me to the hospital and he took me over the road with speed bumps. <laughs> oh. So we went there and of course we're laughing. and Of course it's A&E on a, I think it was a Saturday night. Why is this- it always a Saturday night when you to go a and And you go,
0: I won't go because it'll be terrible. And I'm not going tomorrow because they'll all be hungover and they'll all be hanging about.
1: It's never <laughs> it a was, Monday afternoon. Nah, nah. But the thing was, because of what it was, what they thought it could be, testicular to torsion, for example, uh-huh. I got taken in super quick. So all these people in front of me, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm we'll raging. I mortified. <laughs> but there's people in the booth next to us, you know, going, oh, like, and, and we're laughing because I'm here because, you know. It seems ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, we're trying not to laugh. Anyway, the doctor came in, looked at it, and said she basically thought. I had bruised it. Oh. Ah, so I went home, and yeah, been, it was basically nine weeks and five days from that point that I right. got a diagnosis. And then, from when I got my diagnosis to when I was told I, I no longer had it in my system, I didn't even have to get chemotherapy. It was stage one, hadn't spread, had, was self-contained. I had my operation on Christmas Day. <gasps> yeah, Christmas wow. Day, nutcracking season, so it was appropriate. <laughs> Just <laughs> no roasting. <frozen. laughs> <laughs> of course, <Yeah>. of course. <laughs> um, so Christmas Day went from operation and then got the all clear. Well, I don't, I, I don't think they call it the all clear because you're still. Um, like for a year afterwards that's when you're at your most the highest risk of it coming back right. so it was actually as i say i was at the beats in this morning yeah uh, getting bloods done and i'm getting a ct scan uh, next month and i think i'm getting a chest x-ray a couple of months after that but so they're checking all round, yeah, kind of yeah for oh. a whole year i'm going in getting okay, checkups okay. constantly just to monitor it to make sure it doesn't come back mm. um but they um yeah they told me three weeks and five days from when i was told i had it three weeks and five days later i was told i no longer have it who has cancer for four weeks <laughs>
0: that's yeah i mean we do short contracts but that's yeah, ridiculous I know.
1: it's crazy so I feel... but,
0: but when you knew were doing panto what you didn't know no up to the time you went off sick
1: no you I knew didn't... you were feeling under the weather though? i knew uh, well you were doing the warm-ups and things like that and i'm having to say people have given myself a wee bit of an injury and uh, right. I, i'm struggling to uh, do this warm up and lunge quite as much <laughs> and deeply as everyone else. Uh-huh. But I was making a joke of it because that's yeah. what I do. I just am like, you know, it's it's is what it is. And it was. I think I think it was the night that you went. And I, I remember. I think we
0: saw the last, the final performance of yeah, Laser Boy. Yeah,
1: I got. I actually got two more after that. Oh, I did it or not? Yeah, because I went into the hospital for a week because they thought I had some sort of infection. Right. Um, and I was in the hospital for a week, and they took my bloods every day, and they still didn't pick it up. Um, and, but you
0: were feeling like woozy or whatever yeah i
1: was i basically was feeling i, I lost over a stone oh i've God. actually lost a stone in 10 pounds so finally the lockdown weight right. <laughs> the you had to go really extremely yeah to get it, <laughs> to get it. but That's i'm rough. loving it i'm oh, loving yeah. it um, so yeah so i was in the hospital for a week and I'm in my hospital bed crying because I'm like, I'm like, ridiculous. i a 40-year-old man because I'm missing panto. Missing panel. Of course. like going,
0: oh, I'm letting everybody down. Oh, I would
1: be greeting as well. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in the hospital, that was it for the first week. And then they're telling me that I had to wear basically jo- jock straps. Right. But they were, the nurses were calling it scrotal support. <laughs> scrotal support.
0: They're playing the art school. Yeah, are no, But it, it sounds like helpline or something. <laughs> yeah, Hello, scrotal, scrotal support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough, yeah. Yeah,
1: so scrotal support. So I was wearing, I got back, and I got back for two shows, and then I did one show in the morning, and uh, was like, this is again, I was like, there's just something wrong. I'm, I've been at hospital, and it's like, they still not right. There's something, you know, I've hit my cell. Yeah. This is not right. Um, and then I got back for one evening performance and then I was literally driving to air to work and the doctor phoned and said, Can you? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in my car. He's like, sure, sure, now's the time. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he just said to me, so we've had the test results and I think you've got cancer. And I went, oh. I'm like, uh, like that. and I'm just driving. And I was listening to smooth radio. That's all I listen to, smooth radio, only smooth radio. Um, and I just indicated, came off at Kilmarnock um, I went into a house in the state and I said to them um, three, t-, I'm like, no, because, uh, t- so, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've had, I'd been in, I'd had so many blood tests, I'd been in hospital, I said, um, I don't mean to slag off the NHS, but I said to three doctors, obviously I'm worried about cancer, and they're like, oh, no, no, it's not that. Right. And they were doing blood tests, but they weren't, they were checking liver function and kidney function. Mm-hmm. So if it, touch here, if it had spread, it would have shown up, but it hadn't. Um, so, yeah, he so he did specific tests for testicular cancer. Gee, uh, Yeah. I can't and that believe was, that. No. He was neither. so lucky, though. Yeah, so lucky because, God forbid, I, I, I had waited any longer. Mm. God forbid. Because a big part of me wanted to at that stage ignore it and just no. go to, just go and do panto and then go back to the doctor after. But I had a follow-up because I'd been in the hospital for a week and I had a follow-up uh, what's it called ultrasound an ultrasound <laughs> see see everyone and their dog has asked me to drop their trousers <laughs> and I had a feel. yeah <laughs> everyone yeah. yeah there's nothing sacred anymore no of no. course yeah, yeah. an ultrasound you're like you know they get the jail and everything like that oh, in there like, oh no, I wouldn't thank you for that yeah no. oh no I mean no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um and I could tell you they told me afterwards so the the I, I mean I, I, I was worried about this <laughs> for, the, uh, for the for listeners. the listener, yeah, for the listener, I'm <laughs> sticking one cheek out and one cheek kept. In. <laughs> um, so yeah, I walked about like that, and uh, I knew there was something wrong. And I, you know, I'm trying to get help. so I thought, right, go to this ultrasound, and it was that day that I got diagnosed from that ultrasound. She said to me, Can you go get a coffee? And I went, Yeah, I'll get a coffee. And waited. And then she said, Just want the radiologist to look at this. And okay. I'm going, Right. And then she sent me straight up to a ward straight after it. You know, I'm supposed to just get an ultrasound and go home. Uh, and I'm sitting here going, Oh, I've got a what to do tonight. I bet better this better. You know, <laughs> I've got you- you. Oh. a <laughs> show. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then it was literally driving to the show. And I, I, what could I do? I, I I just had to phone the gay and say, Eh, uh, I won't be back, I've got cancer, like, and had to, Danny Holmes was, had to come in and understudy, and he'd already been understudy me for weeks, so we knew the yeah, part. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and just had to say, you guys, I've got cancer. That's
0: wild, it's just, yeah. you never, this is the thing, you never know what's coming. No. With anybody. No, you don't you know it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's so weird uh, now tell me this this is not really relevant to this part of the story but yeah. i'm interested to know yeah, yeah. how did bethany tennick end yeah. up in your show well because well. she wasn't <laughs> in it this no, is the next thing because no. you know how it is with other
1: yeah. we were sitting
0: in our green room we're going bethany tennick's on air and what? we had seen you the week yeah, before yeah. And like, how the fuck's going <laughs> that's going on <getting laughs> yeah on.
1: <laughs> well to the best of my not so because i was out oh, you the yeah, so I, was out. I saw i saw in fact i was there for three shows where bethany was there mm-hmm. um so um what i think by the end of it we'd looked out i think 70 percent of all cast members had been off at least once right it was the most cursed i have never been at a panel yeah, yeah. where so many people have been off. because
0: there was covid going as well
1: covid went so uh-huh. david got covid yeah yeah uh, i think ali ali cleland was off with like a really bad infection like in her throat Mm. so like she couldn't sing she couldn't and she was coughing and coughing and coughing but i don't know it could have been covid i don't know she never did like she never tests. but it was like a really bad i don't know if they called it like was just like a laryngitis or something Mm -hmm. like that she got so she was off um i can't remember who else gav was off poor gav he was off he was off uh literally had to go off at the end scene and be sick in the wings Oh no He had a, he had the virus That his kids had had Yep So he got that So it was weird Everybody was just dropping like flies it
0: So were mad. there Were there eventually Not enough people To literally hold the show Is yeah. that why Yeah
1: So Beth got, got Called was, in as a swing
0: Didn't you have four covers though
1: Yes They were all on Yep yep They were all on at one point In fact Yep, every single cover went on at some point.
0: And did she come in and be a swing in case anyone else went off? Yes. She didn't go on
1: and play a part as such. No, she was being a swing just in case anyone Readiness. else went off. Readiness. Oh my they God. did actually have to, I think because of, it was a heating issue and then one time it was illness, mm-hmm. had to cancel a couple of shows. But it's just, I've never had a panel like that before. Never. It's Unbelievable. Just the, uh, uh, it's terrible, I shouldn't say this but Kiara, So you know in the dress rehearsal mm-hmm. you see your lines and you say uh but one big cheer before you go mm-hmm. so you can't say the line because it's bad luck uh-huh. i don't know if we can see it in this is it, is it bad luck to say it in this situation no we can see it now because the yeah, show's yeah, done yeah yeah we so couldn't say done. next year's one but you couldn't say, yes you couldn't say next year's one so the audience aren't in, yeah. and in the lineup and we're doing the bow, mm-hmm. so we all go, and Kiara says, and wish you a Merry Christmas and happy." and I turned to no! her, inst- I know, and I went, don't say it, don't say it! <laughs> so, so it's her fault. We call, we, we call it the curse of Kiara, we were calling it, so, uh, <laughs> actually it's terrible in the group chat, they, they ugh, everybody was obviously wishing me well, yeah, and, of course, like, yeah. and, I, and I text, I'm horrific, I shouldn't have done this, but I text, I said, I said to the doctor, how did I get it? And the doctor said, did somebody maybe wish an empty auditorium a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year? That must be it. That's the only I explanation. I know. know. I, I'm not going to say it. I was like, well, you know, I never had cancer before the show. Oh <laughs> That's terrible. We've been winding up awful. It's great. Yeah. But, yeah. If
0: you can laugh about that stuff. If you well, can laugh about anything, right? Yeah, you
1: have to. You have yeah. to. I think it's given me a sort of new perspective really i think turning 40 and then the week later getting cancer is just kind of giving me a new perspective about Mm -hmm. what i'm doing why i'm doing it and where i'm going yeah so do you think
0: definitely about your career now yeah yeah i
1: do i think i was really scared to uh i was i was terrified i was terrified to go into producing Mm -hmm. and do my own thing for so long i was like what i don't know scares me you know Mm. and i can't i can't figure this out it's too much i was always wanting to maybe produce with someone who's an established producer or you know try and get some company that's been doing it already to maybe take it on and things like that but mm-hmm. now i've just went what was you know it's not gonna get me cancer is it you know what i mean <laughs> <Go> on, <laughs> just do it just yeah. do it so that's what i've been doing i've been so this show that i've written with ali we actually started writing it in lockdown Ali Cleland uh, I just always think of Ali and people are like who? Ali Cleland? Yes uh, of course So yes. yeah, um, so we've been writing it since lockdown right. and I've now been booking shows for, right. for uh, a tour and booking a preview and uh, just going for it just doing it just making up contracts reading things going right I need to figure out how to do this Right You know and uh, it's quite in some ways it's overwhelming mm. but in other ways <laughs> it's really it's always what, it's just what I want to do I just want to make and be part of making people laugh and it's and i'm quite serious i think the world is so heavy we mm-hmm. just need some light and laughter and which we, mm-hmm. we do we do mm-hmm. and you know you know i'm you very much of thing. the opinion yeah.
0: that yeah i mean mm-hmm. i have to admit it, de- it depends on my mood but when i'm at my best yeah I've, i will say things like i was put here to bring joy yeah mm-hmm. And then I do struggle and then I'm like, oh, that's all, that's all shite. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think uh-huh. you're right. I think that's yeah. such a noble mission.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? I mean, we've got to do something with our lives.
0: That And that's what we, if you've been given some sort of gift mm-hmm. or if you're able to do something, yeah, then you should try and do it. You in, should definitely to, do it. In order to make the world a better place, yeah. I would have thought. Mm-hmm. You should. I, I suppose the difficulty is that our like Scottish theatre is a very specific little world isn't it yeah yeah do do you find uh, that 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 you're having to carve out a niche that that isn't there or that that you need to sort of offshoot from what's what's existing or something
1: that's a good question i don't know i think i think maybe i'm a bit naive and i just think fear was probably something that's always held me back Mm -hmm. fear of other people's judgment definitely i mean God, I was—I was probably comes from I was brought up a Mormon. I don't—I don't know. Were I you really? Yeah, oh, gosh. the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Hello, I know. Uh, <laughs> Hello, <laughs> yeah, I've Amazing. seen it twice. The musical, <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so you know, fear of judgment, um, other people's judgment, um, and I—I I, I worry sometimes, especially in comedy, that where where there's can be a kind of a, almost oppressive atmosphere mm-hmm. in theater. Um, no, I think, obviously, I, I want to live in a world where people are saying, you know, that's wrong. We shouldn't do things like that. But I I, I do worry sometimes that it can go too far, especially in a comedy situation. Yeah. Because comedy is not to be taken literally. It's just for the moment and making you laugh, you yeah. know. It's not, um, don't take jokes literally, you know. Mm. And I, I worry sometimes that, that there's a sort of, you know judgment bandwagon going about of, of people yeah. that would dare to make jokes about taboo subjects and
0: well those are the subjects we can should be joking about
1: I think so that's yeah. where the laughs are yeah let's be honest and uh, one of the things I'd love to actually do is I kind of give myself I'm seeing if I can do this give myself a challenge to do a sort of one hour or two hour stand-up where I can talk about cancer try and raise money for cancer because there's mm-hmm. lots of funny Little stories that happened within what I've already told you, you of know. Of course, yeah. And I think we should be laughing at these things. And if I can make people laugh and, you know, make people think, oh, be more aware of it happens to them, then sure, you sure. know, we've done a, we've done a, someone a turn, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. We do have to do something with our lives.
0: Well, you were brought up in the Mormon Church. Yeah. So, did you have any sense of what you wanted to do with your life beyond that?
1: beyond the mormon church or did um, you
0: did you think you would always be in it or did you know you had to get out or what
1: yeah well i i don't think i knew i had to get out when i was a child and no. you know it's because it's, it's your normality isn't it yeah it's your normality and you know a lot of my family are still in it but yeah. it's um, uh, you know i was telling people in playgrounds when i was <laughs> like in primary three and i remember it clear as day i was telling them that you know that my family we're going to go to heaven because we, we, and when Jesus comes down for the mm-hmm. second coming, and the sky is going to turn blood red, and the moon's going to fall from the sky, and everyone's going to die, you you won't, and we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, like, this is, the, this is the shit that was mm-hmm. instilled in me, you know. And you'd um, be,
0: were you the only Mormon kid in the school? Yep.
1: Apart from my sisters, um, yeah. three sisters. So, apart from my sisters, that was the only Mormon kid Gosh. in the school. Yeah. Clark man in Primary. Like man, man in the four and Mormons. Town, i know everybody was an alcoholic even the kids no <laughs> that's bad but i do i do remember it was a rough place like that one of my friends oh he used to come and tell you stories about his dad mm. coming home drunk and beating him up and i'm having to sleep in the shed to hide from him and everything it's like oh Awful. another guy i'll not mention names but his mother was very clearly, Archipelago. Uh, she was very. <laughs> she was Archipelago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Archipelago. Uh, yes. Every time you saw her, she was. Oh, Stephen, so you know, and this poor boy who was my pal, perhaps his mother, you know. It's awful. Yeah, but I've I grew up in the weirdest. It was a strange dissonance of what the world actually was and what I was told it was every Sunday, and it wasn't like it was like a three-hour thing. You went to like two-hour classes, and then you had like an hour sacrament. It was the Mormons are really.
0: oh Oh, it's pretty serious business oh yeah
1: yeah yeah no no drinking no tea coffee no it's every opportunity is an opportunity to tell people about the faith you know Mm. no tea you
0: can't have another wee cup of tea no it seems that seems a bit much no
1: wee cup of tea well we we, i know we always talk about that because actually like drinking green tea for example it's good for you it's good for your health so Mm. why are you not allowed to do it and they say that it's an opportunity you know because everybody always says would you like a cup of tea would you like a drink of tea or coffee right and they say that it's an opportunity to say no because I'm a Mormon just to get it oh, out there
0: so we can talk about Mormonism so we can
1: hook people in, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, didn't yeah. know that. Well, that's some of the that's some of it, that's because there's no real rhyme or reason to it. There's no rhyme. Well, I guess
0: it's it. caffeine, isn't it? They're like they're not having but stimulants then, or
1: well, they say that, but then they drink Coca Cola and they drink fizzy juice, and that's all got caffeine in it, so there's oh. no, it's there's no, could they have <laughs> a Red Bull? They could, yeah. Mormon but They can't have a cup, they of, can't tea. Have a cup of tea. Oh, come it's, on. it's true. It's I ridiculous. That's true, probably. <laughs> <I know. laughs> there's so many like weird um, contradictions. In, so, what was the that.
0: turning point for you then? I mean,
1: well, when I was sixteen, coming up for seventeen, me and quite a lot of my cousins. So, wait, one of the good things about the Mormon faith is that I grew up with all my cousins mm-hmm. and uh, and lots of kids my age. So, I mean, women. <laughs> Women have babies. That's what they do. That's in the what for Yeah. So I had 26 first cousins. Right. And you're all hanging about together. Yeah. yeah. Growing up together. Growing up together. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So it was nice. That was really nice. And then the holidays would swap. You know, it'd be like I'm going to this one's house and they're going to my house. And oh, so we'd be away for a week. You know, <laughs> a wee holiday. A wee holiday. Exactly. So it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. It was a nice um a nice way to grow up. Um. But yeah, so a couple of my cousins we, we, you know, you see, you're at school and you in, in Scotland and you start like trying a cigarette and mm. having a drink and cup going, of tea. A cup of tea. <laughs> so push the out. Do you know I think I drank alcohol before I drank coffee? Oh <laughs> I wow, swear. That's I swear, I think that's, that's true. That's funny. That's weird. Um, yeah, so you're doing all that kind of stuff and you just start going. This is a this is a crock of nonsense. This mm. you start to. I remember I started asking questions like they, they, you go to the temple and you get baptized for the dead and their temples, uh, I don't know if people know about Mormon temples, if you Google them, they're, uh, every single member of the Mormon church pays a tenth of their income. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're very rich, very rich church. So they've got a temple in London and in Preston uh, and the temples are made of marbles. They've got like gold statues. Mm-hmm. This font that you would go and get baptized in is on the back of 12 oxen that are supposed to represent the 12 lost tribes of Israel. And, this, oh. and you go you're going the top of it over a bridge. I it's mean, it's like a palace. It's yeah. like... <laughs> so you had to go to Preston? Yeah, well, Preston wasn't open at that point. You had to go to London. Uh, so I had to go to London, oh. yeah. So we went to London, got baptised for the dead. Yeah. And my argument was, so I got baptised when I was eight in the mm. Mormon faith. And basically they tell you at that point, in a really crude way, that your sins start to count because you're eight years old mm. and you're now responsible for okay. your own behaviour and you're baptised. So if you sin you have to repent get under your bed and repent (laughs) but that's
0: before that it doesn't really count but now it's serious yeah now it's serious
1: yeah they they know what they're doing you know i mean um it is to me it feels like a business sometimes it's it's Mm. quite i think sinister but you have to be careful because there's a lot of people who you know earnestly believe in it and so to say things like that you could really offend them but i guess so i mean i
0: I don't suppose i have many mormon listeners but i don't know
1: you don't know no no i i'm not interested in upsetting anybody yeah 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 (laughs) but i'd hate to
0: think that you were unhappy as a kid or whatever so
1: yeah i mean i suppose so the the whole thing says you're getting older so going down getting baptized for the dead my argument was and i would and they never had an answer for me we would always ask these difficult questions in sunday school see so why is it that someone's lived their whole life and then i get baptized for them and they're already dead and i've washed away every single sin by getting baptized for them but my sins count like so would you been, not just leave it and get yeah, else to get baptized yeah 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 right? because <laughs> you know would it not just be easier to really? let me live my life and then baptize me when i was dead oh. and they're like uh, 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 and they didn't have answers for okay. these kinds of you know questions <laughs> they didn't expect you to ask such questions no. you know so they didn't have answers and i think as you just get older you're like this is a crock this is mm. nonsense and you move away from it because i mean they believe you can have your own planet one day, and yes, yes, yeah, yeah. God's called Elohim.
0: Aye, aye. Elohim. <laughs> well, there's a, there is a lot in the musical that's yeah, that's that it true. Talks about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So I suppose that any kind of artistic sensibility or idea of you know kind of run away and join the circus wouldn't sit too well with that.
1: No, no never did. I think. It, became, it was a hobby It was sort of I would mm-hmm. go to um, The Roethlis Hall's Youth Theatre Did you? And I loved it Yeah Cool Loved it So it was always a hobby But it was never something I thought I would do I um, I actually went to uni And did history and politics When I was 17 All Right okay What was the point? Serious Waste business I know But did know. you make
0: people laugh? I'd imagine in, you always would make people laugh wherever you were.
1: Yeah, but it was always like at my, at my work. You know, I worked in a pub. I loved that job, actually. As mm-hmm. soon as I turned 18, I got a job in a pub and I worked there for the whole time. It was at uni, basically four years. And we were always having a laugh. We yeah. used to do mopra in the back that <laughs> to mop the corridor. It was always like, the, it was a Wetherspoons, So you would have to work till <laughs> three oh, in the morning. God. Oh, nightmare. You'd been working since 12. Oh. So I was always having a carry-on. Catching yeah. Kaylee's. they used to sometimes put the radio scotland on you'd have to take the floor on it yeah (laughs) so we'd have a Kaylee in the kitchen so i was always creating nonsense and fun yeah yeah um but yeah i never really seriously thought that i could be an actor until i think i was about 20 i thought i was old i think i was about 22 at the time and i just wasn't happy i was like i just i don't what am i meant to be doing with my life Mm. and then i went back to college and did an hnc in acting and then i auditioned for the Versamda, but it's still oh, no called Versamda, yeah. and then I got in. Was what year like? did you go there? So this is—I was thinking about this because you—you graduated from in 2007, didn't mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm. So my first year was 2006, 2007. Oh right, okay. Yes, yeah, so I had been there at the same time. Did you do a show called? Is it Tarantula? Yeah, yeah I loved that show. Did you see Tarantula? I saw that, yeah. I was a- <laughs> it was in the in the, the Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. So you'd have been in that. I was in it. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I
0: did the opening speech in a dinner suit, I remember. Yeah, I do remember. Danger this. is, it was a list of things. Danger is, and one of them that I put in that no one really understood was, Danger is at the pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of Jimmy Cranky. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was that year that she yeah, had fallen off fall the list. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Oh, really badly. <laughs> as Local well. references, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I do. I, That's funny. I couldn't tell you anything about the show, but I remember. I, I remember episode. finding it really funny. Oh, great! Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> How cool! So you, yeah, that was in our fourth year. We just did all all performance then. Because yeah. Before that, there was all sorts of essay writing and carry yeah, on yeah
1: yeah uh-huh. just like last on the stage just that's what it. we're here for that's what yeah, i was wanting to do yeah I mean? yeah because uh-huh. i didn't train as
0: an actor but yeah uh-huh. right i didn't know we had that crossover
1: yeah so i do I, I was i was thinking about that i was like i'm sure he was in that show <laughs> i'm sure funny. he was
0: and did you did you find that you'd sort of arrived when you got there or you know yeah. did you, were you comfortable when you got there
1: yeah i was I was comfortable, um, and I also wasn't. People did not understand me. I had I had to really change how I speak so people really? could understand me. Because people used to say, because I kind of spoke like that. I was like 25, so, so my voice went up and down all the time. and I, I, That was really, I mean, I'm very, I'm a working class. I, you know, I come from a working class background, mm-hmm. you know, we don't come from money. And there's a lot of people who do study at the academy who come from, and I'd, I was oblivious to it. Yeah, of course. Until about, you know, the second year, I was like, Right, your dad has a house on Oxford Street. There's posh people here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, totally. So you kind of, yeah. And I think in some ways my ignorance of a lot of things, um, I think I was oblivious to it though. I think i think, there was a few people that kind of went, oh, I've probably really jarred with them. Mm. Um, but, but you didn't see that? Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So, ignorance uh-huh. is bliss in some yeah, sense, isn't it? in some it? sense, just, yeah.
0: I didn't know anything about uh, socioeconomic backgrounds or, or really about personal politics or anything when yeah. i went to the academy i was just yeah. just, just drinking Guinness and just yeah. hoping for the best
1: yeah and it was good fun it was grand yeah. and then you start
0: to learn about like how the world is and you go oh, yeah. oh i was having a nice time there. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> now i'm like tortured Ah,
1: yeah. well that is the thing what was it i said the other day i said we were all we're young and naive with a dream in our heart, mm. never middle aged with a fucking arts degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And cynical. With yeah. that in common. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, we very much are middle aged. I mean, any pretension otherwise is madness if you yeah. think about it. Yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're 40, I'm nearly 40 as well. Yeah. Uh, assuming we'd live to 80, we're middle aged. Like, yeah. And 80 yeah. no bad.
1: 80's good going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who knows by yeah. the time we're
0: old, what, what advances they'll be sticking what? a new lung oh. on us and all that.
1: I don't know. I think. I think... I'm think. i not wanting it. No, me too. I think I'd be like... bin no. Yeah, yeah. About 60, I think. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it Was it Eddie Izzard? He did that. He stand up, didn't he? He said, Why is it women want to live forever? But men are like that. Oh, I'll go. Oh, go. go. It's just time. The grands live forever. Yeah. Grand. <laughs> yeah. I, I live forever. forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never die. <laughs> and the men are going, Is there? Is there pyjamas in yeah. the land of the dead? No pyjamas in the land All of the dead. The brochure dead. said there was pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Early Izzard. Man. So good. So so good. Yeah, so I, lo- good. I grew up on that stuff. Had the yeah. videos, you know, the, the big fancy cardboard yeah. boxes. Yeah, glorious. stress uh-huh. to kill.
1: Glorious. Was that the one when came out of the book? Definite article. Oh, that was the definite article. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Talking about Mrs. Bad Crumble. Oh everyone's clarinet yeah. teacher. T- yeah. <laughs> At what point did you orgasm, James?
0: All through, All it through multiple.
1: It's a very sexy tune. <laughs>
0: it's a sexy tune. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know what I love, right? First clarinets play the tune, lovely. Second yeah. clarinets play sort of harmony, little extra notes. The third clarinets play the notes that are left <laughs> <Yeah>. over.
1: <laughs> That's right. And then we just go... Uh, 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 uh. It's like blowing into
0: a weasel. Yeah. Trying to get it. Oh, no. <laughs> Got to watch that again. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah, he's absolutely genius
0: so you were uh, she now of course yes, it, yes that, gee, yeah. I, do uponters, I just think yeah. back to those you know mm. was i've identified eddie as a man then yes yeah, um man. anyway so you were watching comedy when you were young same yes, as me then yes you've already comedy. made a ricky fulton reference so yes did you yes. grow up watching that stuff too loved ricky fulton yeah
1: loved uh my dad actually used to work as i oh, did all sorts my my real dad he my i say my real dad because i've got like I collect them. No, <laughs> I don't know but, what goes on yeah, in these Mormon yeah, families. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. No, so my dad, he lives in Benidorm, uh now. My Raymond, uh, so um, he's lived there for oh, I think fifteen years now. Nice. And he works in the last stop on the British, the British strip. Uh, so he's the one doing the karaoke. Really? Uh, yep. And if you want to get a CD of yourself singing, I plug him here. You get no. I don't know if the prices have gone up, oh. but I think you get one CD for for three euros two for five and three for a terror and that's like if you go up and sing he'll record you then you right. get a cd of you singing oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I know so uh, yeah he when he was younger he was actually in a band mm-hmm. uh, a glam rock band so i love all glam rock stuff to this day i still love glam rock in fact i posted on facebook the other day did you know this i thought this was a really interesting mm-hmm. fact so you know the sweet, and you know the song ballroom blitz no I don't So Ballroom Blitz It's its a ballroom blitz What okay, I'm not going to say it Because I can't say it <laughs> No I don't What You've never heard of ballroom blitz No you seen Wayne's World
0: Maybe once
1: Oh right, I'm okay. terrible with yeah, yeah, Terrible
0: with pop music Of any kind Oh really Useless Oh. Uh, and actually films as well people are like you know indiana jones never seen any of that never yeah, seen yeah. star wars not interested yeah like that. No, very rubbish. niche references i'm sorry
1: oh no, no that's fine so what well anyway, he was on it ballroom blitz no the ballroom blitz this is this. Is me i got a terrible tangents She asked me a question i'm talking about something completely different <laughs> um no boring blitz the song was written and uh inspired by a gig in Kilmarnock in January nineteen
0: seventy-three. I did see that post yeah. in the
1: pa- in the ballroom. Yeah, in the ballroom. Yeah. They oh. had it they all kicked off in a big massive fight. <laughs> 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 and this week then wrote that song. I'm like, that is brilliant.
0: <laughs> did you know that my character Janice is from Kilmarnock? No, I didn't mm, know that. She is. She started saying things uh-huh. like um Gid good she said oh, i thought that was good and <laughs> i don't know wh- why i did it like that but yeah. it happened and then i went why is she talking about that i better justify it Bye. <laughs> yeah. so she's from Kormann, she's decided. from It mm-hmm.
1: makes me laugh because janice where was the manager at the palace in kilmarnock really yeah God. janice gilmore yeah well, i used
0: to write stuff for east Ayrshire youth theater just after yeah. i graduated and uh, i did spend quite a lot of time hanging about there in the the upstairs hall yeah, to Ingram hearse. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and do shows on, on the stage and, and things there yeah yeah. well
1: that's that's because Janice would have been there she probably would have so yeah. I'm going from the the echoes of your mind somewhere Did maybe you? yeah <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean it's a great name brilliant name but also it's just mm-hmm. all Moz and you know yeah. all yeah. I, he's from Scotland yeah, <laughs> yeah. <it? laughs> um, but either from Comarnock so
1: oh dear I need to I really would like to come see one of your shows oh please I missed the last one yeah um, what was the other day your you were doing one and you you couldn't get a word out and you, it was as though you were listening to someone else or maybe that was the one on on uh on youtube oh i've no idea i, was howling. I find it very funny <laughs> <laughs> good good it was just you, you uh, yeah uh, yeah and then and that's it was like someone was talking at you the whole time yeah you you're trying go, to get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i,
0: I always it. like it when when you know people who are funny in comics yeah compliment yeah stuff that i do because that's kind of like
1: that's yeah 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 Uh i love if everyone loves it but Uh
0: there's bits that i put in like cole texted me last night some Uh something about that i'd done in a video yesterday and he noticed a bit that people wouldn't notice yeah and i was Uh like see that's that's for the comics that's for the comics i can't remember what the line Uh was but he was like that was nice and i'm like yeah see that's for you lot
1: it feels very um you see, you, you, although it's you, you, it's almost as if you see someone else. Mm. That the video that you put out, I, I think, could have only been a couple of days ago. You put out, and it's about the, the group chat. Yeah, just and, a, the yeah, doing for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's going on about the rubbish that's going on in his garden. And she's oh, I've got <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do the voice. But... No, but I go I, like uh-huh. it's not.
0: It kind of is somebody else in a, in a yeah. strange way because uh-huh. I go into it and I sort of i don't know it's so hard to explain i suppose it links up with my theory about acting which is not yeah. really a theory but the thing about like i'm not kidding on to be somebody else as much yeah. as i'm going right what would ha- what would it be like if this happened to me yeah do
1: you know uh-huh. what i mean yeah uh-huh.
0: i don't know and i'm sure because i didn't you train just... as an actor so yeah. I don't, there'll be some name for that that i don't know But it's but... like
1: the subconscious just allowing your brain to do f- just switch off and do something else rather than be yeah. conscious of what you're doing it's just this kind of yeah uh, there is a name for it i can't remember what it's called
0: and it's not reciting lines so much as yeah. it's going let let her just flow like yeah. open her mouth and let janice yeah. talk uh-huh. she's in there uh-huh. somewhere but she's yeah. still she's me yeah uh-huh. but she's a different she's bit a of me part of you Aye. yeah yeah Aye. is that
1: how you did dame
0: yeah well it was janice yeah.
1: you see yeah uh-huh. janice goose yeah, Janice Goose, I love Janice,
0: that. Jeanette, Jurassic, Jamelia, do you fancy a bit Goose? <laughs> Thank you, Johnny <laughs> yeah. McKnight. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, uh-huh. my theory about that was, yeah. you know, and then you get p- people asking you about, you know, is it appropriate in this day and age that you should be pretend to be a woman and all this carry on. Yeah. And that my answer. I was uh-huh. talking to Alan McHugh about it in uh-huh. last week's episode as well. The answer for me is like, it's not me pretending to be a woman. Uh-huh. It's me celebrating... My own femininity energy that yeah, I have, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. and I just turn it around a bit, yeah. I stick a different hat on, yeah. Call uh-huh. it a wig if you want, yeah, right, uh-huh, yeah. But it's a ridiculous outfit, and mm-hmm. then I just let Janice out.
1: Yeah, that's funny. I was watching a documentary about dames, and I cannot for the life of me I remember the guy's name, but he used to be in Carry On films, um, and he was talking about that. He was saying, um, you know, he's talking about allowing part of your femininity come to come out, to mm-hmm. come out. and yeah. he says it's because I think he says i think there's a lot of like people will laugh especially i mean especially back in the 80s when he was doing it i can't remember his blooming name now um hey anyway he was talking about you know celebrating part of his own femininity and allowing that to come through and he says because i do feel feminine sometimes
0: that's that's almost controversial even back then to yeah, say that to say that yeah.
1: yeah and he was and he he was he's, he's he, he was straight like he yeah. was you know he wasn't i can't remember his blooming name and his face is right in front of me it was the, I mean, the carry on films are outrageous now. You can, you know what I mean? You're you like, whoa. look at them, yeah. At <laughs> yeah. At <all. laughs> like, but he played, oh, I can't remember. I think he played like Tarzan and Carry On Up the Jungle or something like that. You know, <laughs> God. This guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a big, big guy. Right. Um, and then he was, but he did dame, I think, in the, the north somewhere. Mm-hmm. The north, I say the north, but south of us, isn't it? Oh. Um, but I can't remember his name, but he was talking about that kind of thing. It's funny, Panto has had to change so much.
0: Yeah, and, and for, for the most part, I, I love it. Yeah. The changes because. I think it has to be the most inclusive yeah. place in the theatre. Yeah, oh yeah, and it uh-huh. has to be for not for theatre folk. Yeah, and not mm-hmm. for the in crowd. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. has to be welcome. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's great. It's a good place yeah. to start. Yeah, I think um,
1: so. And it's but, good that we're changing some of the things that.
0: Yeah, some of that was a lot oh, of rubbish. You know, yeah, this uh-huh. horrible like institutionalized racism and yep. sexism that we just yep. don't need. Yeah, no, for. no, you don't. We I have think... to kind of lead the way.
1: Yeah, I think I actually understudied for Johnny at the McRobert when I first graduated in 2009 and Mm -hmm. 10 as well i think i actually got on in 2010 um i was convinced he let me do it but he's adamant he was actually ill (laughs) (laughs) you probably never find out yeah yeah but uh, i was in i was i was kind of in awe of him because he was just so like he was going about in these ridiculously thin high heels and he's swinging you know turning around and kicking his height and you know and he was just so fruity and in these pantos were not like panels had seen before they yeah weren't, they weren't your bog standard no you know show that could have been put on in york at the same time as you sure know. sure i was going to say kirkody that was the one that i would go to with my granny <laughs> uh, yeah it was just it was just like a mad reinvention that I hadn't yeah. really seen because i hadn't been a panel for years but at that point um yeah so must have been fun to do one of Johnny's pandas. Magic to do one of his yeah. scripts
0: Because you feel like, you know, you can add if you want, but if you don't, you're still safe.
1: Yeah. you yeah. still got good stuff. It's always there. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh, so
0: you yeah. ended up in Kilmarnock for a good few years, didn't you? Yeah,
1: I did. How I was... did
0: that come about? Because you're not from there, but you seem to have no. connections with it.
1: Yeah, so I, I I got the Dame in the Air, Air Gaiety. So mm-hmm. the Air Gaiety closed and then it reopened in 2012. Mm-hmm. So I got the Dame there and I was Dame for. I think till 2015 and then I was poached I was oh. poached by Komarnik yeah. um and then I was poached back again <laughs> <laughs> Keep poaching keep putting the yeah. money up <laughs> It's become lucrative this poaching isn't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so uh, that's really how it's worked right, and I've just right. kind of I don't know sell it like comedy shows um down there and I actually really do want to do a sort of challenge myself I'll do some stand up down there mm-hmm. um Yeah, I really do want to try and do that um, in the not-too-distant future. Just because, like you say, what are we doing with our lives otherwise? But why down there,
0: specifically?
1: I think because I've got more of a... People recognise me, I I think, so... I could maybe sell a ticket, you know? <laughs> That's a Whereas, good start, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you need people to be there, really. Yes, yeah, you do. With the whole you laughter do, yeah. bit. <laughs> Whereas, if I tried to do it in Glasgow, I think people are like, who's this? Who's you this know? guy?
0: Fraser Boyle. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Not after this episode, who knows? But yeah, yeah.
1: do you know what? I'll take that. you queue yeah. of 10 people waiting to come yeah. in.
0: That's cool, yeah. because then if you have... Yeah, I mean, that wee bit like... um like a Liam Dolan, for example, yes, has uh, a has a sort of a home crowd there, doesn't yeah,
1: yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did the panel, I think, for nine years. Sorry, I'm opening my ah, flask yeah, right, of coffee. yeah, People are like that. What is that noise? We're all friends here. Yeah. Um. So I think he did it for nine years. Did he? So he does. He does a show. I think every year the Liam Dolan show. Yeah. Um. But he's obviously doing other stuff as well. With, um, Just with Johnny, Johnny Mac, Mac, yeah, and The old Francine Josie yeah. Which I've never seen by the no, way No I've never I seen it I must watch it Because I do love and Josie That's what we were talking about A moment ago weren't it? About your old um Inspirations Yes yeah, Comedic yeah, yeah. inspirations Yeah, Tell me some of yours
0: Um I mean Ricky Fulton I was watching Ricky Fulton on video With the big headphones In my Auntie Maura's living room On Christmas night Yeah Every year Because she had two Scotch and Rye videos Yeah A green one and a blue one yeah. <laughs> and I would go in and i say, Can I watch Scotch and Rye And I was five. Uh-huh. And you and loved it. They were all partying around me and I was I was engrossed in the big headphones, you uh-huh. know, with the, with the curly flex. Yeah. Going up to the telly. And my mum would come along and fast forward a bit where Claire Nielsen had like her top off or yeah. something. <laughs> she didn't know what the content was, but she had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She thought yeah, it was like. She was like that. Yeah, that it was it was she tame. was being sexy, yeah, quote yeah, unquote, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Anyway, I didn't, uh-huh. for the most part, I didn't know what was funny about Ricky Fulton, but I knew from the cadence. Of his delivery yeah that it was funny that he was funny so yeah. i enjoyed it mm-hmm. even though yeah. i didn't get the jokes yeah and he's facing me oh wait a minute you know yeah. that type uh-huh. of thing and i could understand from the way uh-huh. he paused and the way he held the crowd yeah so i was obsessed with yeah. that
1: there's something to be said about a live audience as well like the yeah. laughter that you get from a live live audience he played as that can. oh yeah oh yeah you know exactly what he was doing brilliant brilliant so so good i
0: remember Jared kelly talking about there was a there was a documentary about ricky fulton that I, I think it was on telly years and years and years yeah. ago, uh-huh. maybe when he died or something. And Kelly was talking about doing that sketch, you know, setting the Rangers manager office. Oh, that's good, it's an amazing sketch. Start sweating, oh. Start unbuttoning his scholarship. <laughs> and he goes, Seven goals in the first half. It's too bad you'd have missed a second. <laughs> um, well, what happened? We injured, no, I had to go to math. And he said, At that point, he did this pause that was just went on yeah. forever, yeah. And he looked at him and he, he went and then he looked at the audience and he turned it so slow, moved back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, Jared Kelly said. I thought this old guy's lost his mind No, oh, yeah, he's yeah. holding this way too long, too long. and he said uh-huh. of course i didn't have a clue yeah. i was 19 uh-huh. years old didn't have a clue uh-huh. so that th- uh-huh. that whole thing seeing kelly doing panto when i was a kid yeah i uh-huh. knew there was something magic yeah. there uh-huh. um and then and then watching stand up like discovering Izzard yeah was huge uh-huh. in my teenage years yeah because that was different to anything i'd ever yeah, seen it was so different always yeah. loved when things were on telly like like old Morkham and wise bits yeah uh-huh. my dad always taped the marx brothers films off the telly and i grew yeah, up watching them uh-huh, on video uh-huh. and he would sit if if they were on like not too late he would sit and he would hold pause while the adverts were on yeah and then let go so there were no ad breaks on yeah tape.
1: yeah
0: but um aye. <laughs> yeah a lot of effort
1: yeah that's good though <laughs> yeah. i'm good that we don't have
0: to do that these days yeah. <laughs> yeah. but aye, it, was, it was mostly uh-huh. old stuff
1: yeah i was the same i think exactly the people that you that you've just mentioned um Dorothy Paul, oh, Dorothy you know, Paul, yeah. Billy Connolly, yeah. you know.
0: I didn't know much about Billy Connolly until, until a lot later.
1: Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, i think my dad had a tape, you know, and we'd play it in the car, and it was the <laughs> the one about the doing a job in an aeroplane. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it a weaker Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I used to howl with oh, laughter. Oh, of course. Swimmity, swimmity. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> eatity, <yeah>. eatity. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> brilliant, truly brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I loved I, I I like you're saying I maybe didn't understand the jokes, but I loved to see I love to watch the reaction of the adults burst into laughter in the room. Yeah. yeah. And maybe not understanding why they were laughing. Oh. But I just enjoyed that that energy that people gave. I've always loved having a carry on. I've always been that person. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's
0: I think there's elements of it sometimes where um uh, I still don't know. What the joke might be, or if there is a discernible joke, or if it's yeah. just about delivery. And I'm going to take you back now, you'll know it. Uh-huh. The Francie and Josie final farewell tour to yeah. thing, the video that was shot at the Kings in like 1990. Yeah. Uh-huh. And one of them goes, I think, I think Ricky goes, it's a rare band, isn't it? Uh-huh. And then Jack repeats it, but like as if he goes, ah, it's a rare band, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like slightly different. And yeah. it doesn't really get a laugh, but yeah. I, saw, I think that's so funny. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> kind of taking something that somebody said and just kind of throwing it back at them like and highlighting how odd it is. Yeah, rare band it. So rare band into it and It's uh, chewing his gum. There's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that, little detail yeah. that's just in wordplay and kind of, uh-huh. I don't know, silliness, I suppose, yeah. uh-huh. that doesn't maybe, you know, you couldn't analyse yeah. with the words as much.
1: It, to me, it's about, like you're saying, I don't know, I, I, I can't remember that one specifically, but it's almost as if, what was he saying that you didn't hear him or something but it's about these kind of little like you're saying the wordplay but these like interpersonal relationships that people have mm-hmm. and exploring i always think that's always 10 times funnier than than maybe jokes about i don't know objects or something i don't i don't know
0: or like a politician or something
1: yeah yeah they're always 10 times funnier no little, because little you're, truths little
0: you know? truths yeah and mm-hmm. i think when you when you I mean, for me, when I was about twelve or thirteen, the royal family came out on telly Yeah, that was yeah, loved and that. I used to tape it off the telly and yeah. watch. I remember I taped one episode, and uh-huh. I only ever saw one. It was series two, episode two or three. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. They were eating biscuits. They were eating penguin biscuits. <laughs> I know the one you're and talking about. They were singing. About, yeah. they, were singing the, they were trying to remember the theme tunes of each of the
1: the, the shows. Yeah, the, yeah. And,
0: and um, anyway, I had it taped off BBC. And I just watched that one episode over yeah. and over again. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, where it came from. I didn't uh-huh. know anything about the legacy of... I didn't know who Ricky Tomlinson was. I knew yeah. nothing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I knew it was something very cool happening About here. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about truth, isn't it? Yeah. It's about uh-huh. observing the strangeness
1: yeah. of people, the oddity yeah. of human beings. Uh-huh. And we are. We are odd. an odd bunch. Aye. I think, you know, in writing... That's what I try to do in writing Head Night Horror. It's funny... Um, my uh, Alan, who's my partner, his mum and dad have a timeshare in Aaron. so uh, writing and they, 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 they not mind me saying it, but they all like to speak at the same time, and about <laughs> five different subjects. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like that, trying to keep up with everything that's been said in the yeah. room. And there's something about that that I find really funny, like about yeah. the way the way the communication happens when we're all on holiday together. You know, somebody's talking about the dinner and what time they have to and someone's talking about, oh did you see that thing on the TV and some and they're all they're all speaking to each other, at each other, at the same time. And so the, the dialogue in Head Night Horror is kinda of inspired. It's kind remember writing it and that like there's three conversations happening at the same time yeah so the fourth line is in response to the the you know the the first line the first but the yeah six lines in response to the second you know and it's that it's just that mad way of of communicating with each other but then you, you can take
0: through that you can create such a sort of confusion as well because yeah. if, if someone seems to be answering one thing but they're actually answering Answer, another another yeah there's a lot of fun um, to be had yes like that uh-huh. mastermind thing answering the question oh, before that's so or whatever good. Yeah, you know, yeah. in mean. uh-huh. two uh-huh. ronnie's as well but not yeah. when i was very young but uh-huh. you know like sitting at Christmas. Christmas time putting on whatever old things on. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love Christmas Day for that. Yeah here's mm-hmm. the best of the two Ronnies or whatever yeah. and I've seen maybe two sketches a million I mean, you've times you new ones yeah was, uh-huh. never saw that yeah. what I loved the most was when they did the musical numbers at the end of the episode
1: oh and the, t- oh, the two Ronnies yeah or, and yeah, they would get uh-huh. dressed
0: up as yeah. you know whatever they were and they would uh-huh. be like not, not keeping up with the dance routine or yeah. there would be funny little rhymes that <laughs> yeah. were much ruder than they are supposed to be there's they are supposed to be yeah. brilliant it, stuff. the
1: Society of Piss Pronunciation oh and, yeah, yeah. Piss Pronunciation of My yeah. Worms <laughs> oh what an ass I am and then if you
0: any X, do you remember that one. what was that one? it was all like the letters were coming up on the screen so it was like uh subtitles oh but it yeah. was just it was it you would have it now with sort of text yeah speak, uh-huh, yeah f u n e x and you go <laughs> if you any x, <laughs> if you any x? <laughs> yes, we have x <laughs> yeah, it was like a, yeah. a german beer hall or yeah, something yeah. i can't remember the premise yeah but uh-huh. just dead clever wordy stuff yeah, i mean they yeah. did really wordy he stuff he was
1: good at that t- ronnie baker wasn't he Brilliant, he, was, yeah. he was really good at that I think there was. There's just. I'm the same. These kinds of things. I always remember the. Do you remember the box office two in two thousand and one and a half? That was going back to Ricky Fulton, Scotch and That's I, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you ever suffer from? Well, yes. I yeah. um, <laughs> memory. <laughs> the
0: best line in that has to be. Well, give us a call on. <laughs> uh On Wednesday.
1: On Wednesday. <laughs> I love the one we go. Call me. I. Then he looks at his jacket pocket. Heavy wool skin. <laughs> 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 <It was
0: good. laughs> because so th- I, I got that because you used to get P.O. Box 1000 or yeah, whatever it was that's right, on, before on, Home and Away yeah. came on on STV. Uh, yeah, STV. You know?
1: And it was always these, you know. Some strange appeal yeah, or appeal something. for, yeah. you know, awareness of some certain issue. Then they did the other one as well, didn't they? The flatulent anonymous one. That was the other oh, one. Oh, yeah. You could tell the writing, and that was good. I always remember you know. Do you suffer from flatulence? Do you, do you find it hard to make new friends? See, it's, you remember it because it's so funny, you know. Yeah. Uh, do people leave the room soon after you've oh. entered? Other times when even you have to leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> it says, well, why not come down or pop in? Our door is always open. <laughs> it's always open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's too good
0: it's great and it, again it's like the cadence do you know yeah. what I mean when I was a kid uh-huh. I probably wouldn't even have got that but God, yeah. I knew there was something going I knew going on. there was magic yeah going on, uh-huh. do you know what I mean imagine like, having been able to see him in Panto or something oh that would have been a and dream come true I think we kind of missed mm. well we're certain era, but I saw Jerry Kelly when I was five yeah but uh-huh. before that Baxter and Fulton yeah you know they were all there yeah I, I think, think
1: it. was Baxter he, the last one he ever did was I remember at 1989 right I think it was Cinderella
0: I think I saw 1990 at the King's. Oh, so you just missed it. I think it was Aladdin uh-huh. and I think Kelly was wishy-washy.
1: Yeah. Oh, Which was but pretty magical. It's, I actually saw an edition the other day at a college and the, a boy came in and he was just brilliant he was the best edition of the day i actually told him that and he was giving me gerard kelly vibes I really said, and i felt really old because i said him, you are giving me Didn't Gerard Kelly." But, nah, no idea i was like
0: oh god i'm old <laughs> all you can do now is direct him to extras
1: yep yep which oh, is a course. masterful performance don't come in don't do come, in. come in <laughs> yeah. that's our old friend yeah <laughs> he's amazing in that yes amazing so good.
0: and it's the perfect parks it's like it celebrates his long career in panto but yeah. also it's sad and it's a decline. Yeah, and uh-huh. you know, he's past his best. <laughs> yeah. He's miserable. I mean, brilliant.
1: Uh-huh. I think it was such a shame when he. It was a while ago now, wasn't it? When he died, it was so sudden as well, wasn't it? it was it was
0: about I think it was about twelve or thirteen years ago now. Yeah, because
1: he was getting these kind of roles, like, and he was so funny. He was so, and he'd already done like City Lights and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, was well known. I think he could have been. That's that's the story of, of lots of people. I think he could have been beyond Scotland. You know, yeah, we we're talking about that Scotland being a a niche Um, I sometimes think I don't know I don't know sometimes think you look at Irish humour for example Mm. Derry Girls and all that I mean it's very well written and it's so funny but it it, it has a sort of following in England I sometimes wonder there's a lot of Scottish stuff that doesn't have a following and I wonder why yeah
0: I think think it does get sort of airtime abroad yeah like Mm. Australia and Canada yeah places Uh where people identify with Celticness yeah Uh uh-huh i mean there are people that have messaged me about janice and stuff from all over
1: yeah from all over the world
0: less england as you say Weird, but people people from australia get it Uh and american people get it Uh you know i don't mean like it's so universal what i do yeah but but, what i mean is humor
1: has uh universal Uh elements and they recognize the person these
0: tropes of like the anti everybody knows an anti and it might not be a Scottish auntie.
1: Yeah, regardless of the mm-hmm. accent, they recognise it. Why? I I, I don't know. If that, is this are we touching on something here that's that maybe sounds like sour grapes, or is it true? Is mm. there a kind of flippancy towards Scottish Scottish comedy that that kind of oh, I'm not going to really pay it much much credence?
0: TV isn't the pinnacle that it used to be. No, and no. it doesn't necessarily showcase what's actually happening on yeah. the ground like it's, it used to
1: yeah and i sometimes think and i'll say this without mentioning anything i also think it's about how much money you're spending on the tv show as well yeah uh, if, if you're not putting the money on it it shows like people can see you can tell them i yeah, love yeah, yeah yeah we're it's, getting a lot of that yeah and it's it's sad in a way
0: and actually great uh-huh. great talent being kind of underrepresented yeah because the backing uh-huh. isn't there yeah and the mm-hmm. the kind of bells and whistles aren't yeah on.
1: aren't there, so it's they're not getting it's not it's not launching as it could yeah i mean yeah. there's very
0: few i i don't really have a problem with the people that are on the telly yeah uh-huh. but I, I do struggle sometimes with the things that they're in
1: well i think jackie bird's an no, I'm not <laughs> <trying> to- <laughs> is she even on tv i anymore? don't know but i was hoping you were going to get to
0: that point <laughs> yeah. i've got I don't, you can't see it but on my notes here i've got try and get to jackie bird by the end <laughs> yeah. and i did it and that's how good i am
1: <laughs> you did it unprovoked as well <laughs> oh dear (laughs) that's naughty (laughs) but yeah no i know what you're saying it's it's i don't know i have such a it would be great to work with people and do something where you can just have a laugh i mean i think so many people have that like you're saying that nostalgic like scotch and rye Mm. it'd be great to see something of that caliber and that you know and they had a lot of, but they had a big budget. I don't know if they had a big budget or it was just cheaper to make TV back then. Um But well, you know, I think
0: they did a lot of like. I think they were very clever with what they had. Yeah, they had, mm-hmm. a, you know, a handful of very good performers. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't cast hundreds of people. No, that's
1: right. Uh-huh. It, and everybody that was on that show had some sort of career at the back of it. Yeah. You know, Rab C Nesbit. You've got well, uh, get Gregor, Gregor uh, Fisher, Fisher. Went on to do amazing Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah quite a few people I mean, john bett was in it yeah
0: mm-hmm. he did nurse give me the forceps give me the forceps we do, give me the bloody forceps the the he speaks yeah i didn't thing. know yeah. that was him when uh-huh. i was yeah. a kid of course i didn't know and then yeah. later uh-huh. i'm like oh that's who that is yeah <laughs> you know so yeah. the people are still around the uh-huh. ones that are alive are still around working, yeah uh-huh. which is cool
1: It is. oh, oh well oh, i tell you I I, I I think so much this is as i say like getting getting cancer and 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 i just i just so much want to do my own thing and so mm-hmm. much want to try and make bring joy in the world and i think you're talking about the scott i think we have to find opportunities where we can f- find fun together and maybe make shows together and do mm-hmm. things with people and bring people together i think sometimes it can be quite um difficult to do that yeah because you know it costs money it costs money and everyone's trying to mm-hmm. just
0: pay their fucking gas bill and just get on yeah keep their head down and yeah and for our business that mm. <laughs> it doesn't really work as a method no as an artist mm. just kind of keeping mm. your head down and trying to get by is not really
1: it's, yeah it's
0: not the fostering of any creativity anyway yeah. i don't think mm-hmm. so we have to keep looking up i suppose don't yeah, we yeah we do i mean and talking
1: and yeah we do that's what one of the things that i'm doing so like hey night horror We've got the fund in there. We've got the money there, mm-hmm. and it's it's not insubstantial. It's it's, it's a certain amount of money that's um, taken a while to accumulate, and I'm terrified <laughs> to be course, honest with yeah, you. Yeah. But you have to pay people what they're worth. Absolutely. And you know, like you're saying people need to pay the electric bill, so they can't they can't do it for you for free. Nope. You know, and a lot of things I've done in the past. <laughs> to be fair, we've come up. We were lucky. We've come up with like five hundred pound in your pocket by mm. the end of it, and you've spent. Hours, months, you know, making it happen, mm. and you're, you know, 500 pounds in profit, you're like, woohoo! Uh, I know, you know, and you're, and you're paying people like 50 pounds for the work because it's all you can afford, you know. It's tough, it is tough to, I
0: mean, I want to avoid that at all costs, yeah. You know, I want, so I think tough. that's the mm-hmm. first line on my mm-hmm. all my budgets if I do them. And I, yeah. I'm like you, I just Tried to do the best I could. I didn't know anything, yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, what you're supposed to do, but I just go right, okay, get everybody paid properly, yeah, and then everything else is negotiable yeah basically yes, yeah
1: uh-huh.
0: so yes. we'll forge on ahead
1: yes we have to. and great to talk to you oh that, oh that that's uh, it <laughs> oh that how us? long have we been talking for oh i know oh geez there you are <laughs> <laughs> easy even got started right? oh, okay no, you'll have to come back again <laughs> right thank you. cheers i <laughs> thanks for coming thank you
0: magic stuff so lovely to have fraser visit in the studio and long may it continue the the open and honest conversations about our our art and how it affects our wider life, about our influences, about our, our comedy and our craft, all those things that I love to talk about. If you've got an idea of a guest that you'd like to hear on the show and you've not heard, just drop me a line. You can do it, brian, at puttingitogethercast.com, or you can go onto social media and just join the, the conversation there. Send me a DM, whatever you want to do. Remember to give us a follow on social media. It's pitccpod on Instagram and Twitter, and just search putting it together on facebook so support the show by doing that but most of all support it by coming back next week and listening to our new episode and remember that we have over 300 episodes in the archive they're all completely free and they're available for you listening whenever you fancy so thanks very much for continuing to support the show for being here for being part of the conversation i really do appreciate it i hope you're well i hope you stay well and you keep your heat and you drink your water and you look after yourself so until next week i'll say what i always say cheerio now I'm not afraid of